Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Cinema Conversations with Poe. I'm your host, Poe. And it's been a while, hasn't it? The last episode I did was at early November with Saltburn, which the plays on that has been crazy. It had 31 plays, which is the second highest um, episode on the podcast, which is just insane. So to those who have listened to my review on Saltburn 31 times, thank you so much to each individual one. Um, I was hoping to have uh, reviews done for Thanksgiving, Napoleon and Hunger Games, but November was just a bit of a crazy month. Um, but we are back in business, baby. We are back. We are here to talk about films. And this is episode 18. Um, before we get into this episode, though, I just want to say a massive, massive thank you to those who have been listening, streaming, uh, supported me on this. I had the Spotify wraps for my playlist, which was crazy. Um, the induction, uh, the introduction episode was the highest one with 38 plays, which is just, in, just insane. I got, I was streamed over in five different countries and the top two were United Kingdom and America, which is just absolutely crazy. Um, you know, but we're, it's just crazy, really crazy. Um, but this is episode 18 of Cinema Conversations with Poe. Um, we will definitely hit the 20 mark. I know we will. There's a good couple of films that are coming out, um, which I can, which I'll be going on about later on. But we are here, we're back, and we're back in business, baby. We're here to talk about Wonka, uh, which is a prequel to um, Willy Wonka. Well, not a prequel to Willy Wonka, that didn't make any sense. It's a prequel about Willy Wonka and how he becomes, you know, the the, the chocolate inventor and all that. But um, I saw it today, yesterday, sorry, and it was unbelievable. It's my 11th favourite film of this year, actually. I was going to put it as my top 10, but the killer, I don't know, I was a bit... The killer for me was is, is in my top 10, and... I don't know, but I might change it again because I really want to see Wonka again. It was fantastic. Um, it it was just incredible. Wonka was amazing. As I said then, it's my 11th favourite film of this year. And this film really did just blow me away. Like, I was on board from the beginning. I thought that it was... that I was, I was on board with it, basically. I was, on, I was like, yep. A Wonka prequel with Timothy Chalamet as the lead. Sign me up. Take my money already. And it was just incredible. It really, really was incredible. And it was, you know, I laughed. I smiled and I cried through the film. I say I cried. I, it did get, um, I, I got emotional with it, with the topics that it does on. Because it's very heartwarming. It's very, you know, it, it's got a lot of heart to it. And it's great and... The moral, the, the message that I got from it was never give up on your dreams regardless of the situation, which, you know, with what I'm going through right now is very, feels personal to me because, you know, I got, I got big dreams, of course, haven't we all? But with me, I've got my own dreams that I want to do and it just, you know, it really did hit me in the feels, but it was just, it was heartwarming. It was, it, I felt it was inspiring too, actually. It it was beautiful. It was uplifting 
it was a, a real feel-good film. That's another thing I got from this, was that it was a real feel-good film. Like, when you're watching it, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel in safe hands. You know, as I said, then I want to see this film again because it was just truly incredible. But, as I said, it, it's a prequel. It's directed by Paul King, who, if you're not familiar with Paul King, he directed um, the first two Paddington films, which I'm still yet to watch those films. I know, call me a bad uh, cinema goer because I haven't watched the Paddington because everyone has said how they are literally cinema. And I was like, yep, I gotta I gotta watch them, but I'm gonna get round to them as soon as I can. <laughs> but it's directed by Paul King. Uh, I think he was also the writer, producer, and the screenwriter for this as well. Um, it stars Timothy Chalamet, Hugh Grant, Sally Hawkins, Matt Lucas, Olivia Coleman, Kala Lane, Keegan-Michael Key, Jim Carter, Rowan Atkinson. Um, and the music is by Joby Talbot, I hope I said that right, and Neil Hannon. And I gotta say, the cast in the film is incredible. But the, the, the main one who is the MVP of this is definitely Timothy Chalamet. Because he, he does such an incredible job of this. And his performance and how he sings the, the music, the songs as well. It gets me excited for his Bob Dylan biopic that he's doing with James Mangold. And he's got a good voice. He can sing good too. Not that I never doubted that he couldn't. But he's got a really good voice with it. And... You know, I think I know a lot of people were a little on the fence with it, which I can totally understand why. And I know Gene Wilder himself even said he didn't want a, a prequel or anything to, to Wonka. Again, I can understand that, but it works. And I think one of the reasons why it works is because of, of Timothy Chalamet's charm and what he brings to this film and what he and how he elevates this character and makes it his own thing. He doesn't, it's nothing like, it's not like he's trying to copy Gene Wilder. It's not like he's trying to copy Johnny Depp's take on it. He does his own thing and it works so well. His performance, Timothy Chalamet, I'm a big admirer and a huge fan of him and his work. And I love, um, I love his films and I love him as a person. I think he's fantastic. He's a, he's a really good dude. You know, he's just received a, a Golden Globe nominee for, for, for this as well. And it's like, you know, he's 27 and he's already been nominated for Best Actor. And, you know, the films that he's done, uh, it's just insane. You know, it's, in, it's, it's incredible the achievements that he's already received at still in his 20s. And I'm over here doing a podcast, but obviously, you know, he, you know, he did acting, acting school and stuff. I didn't. And although I wanted to be an actor, but, you know. I got other plans and stuff, but his performance in this film was just fantastic. In fact, it's my I think it's my fourth or fifth favorite of his. My favorite performance of his is probably The King, the Netflix film, um, followed by Beautiful Boy, Call Me by Your Name, and I think I put Dune, uh, before Wonka. But he's incredible. His his range is just fantastic. But he him his performance in this film. It's just incredible. He makes it his own. He's got that charm. He's got that charisma. He's got that, you know, that twinkle, that spark and everything like that. It's just, it works perfectly. And that's what, and he, as I said, he brings something new to this, to the, to the take on the character. 
and it works so well that I think that a lot of people are going to be wild with it. And I, I know that a lot of people on Twitter weren't really on board with the film and stuff and said how it looks bad and everything. I, I can wholeheartedly tell you, for me, I didn't think it was bad at all. I think it was a perfect feel-good film. And I straight up gave it a, a five star because I thought, you know, there's no, you know, it was just fantastic. You know, the cast as well are incredible as well. The entire cast as well. Not just um, Timothy, but the cast, the supporting cast is just, it's just fantastic. It really, really is they are fantastic. They do a great job, especially Calla Lane, who plays Noodle. I really liked her performance. I thought she was great. That you know, the young actress. She's got a, um, a huge career ahead of her. She's fantastic. You know, Sally Hawkins is in it. She's an absolute legend. Sally Hawkins. She's fantastic. And then of course you had Hugh Grant, who was playing the Oompa Loompas, which, I gotta say. He was incredible. A lot of people see he say he was a scene stealer, but I don't think he was. He was just very, very funny, and like he wasn't even trying to be funny. He was just really funny throughout this film. Of course, you've got Olivia Colman, Matt Lucas, Keegan Michael Key. If you're not familiar with him, he did a lot of the sketch shows with Jordan Peele, um, Jim Carter, of course, Rowan Atkinson. Everyone knows Rowan Atkinson was Mr. Bean, but the cast is just fantastic. And, you know, there was no, there was no bad performances from anybody, you know, this film was just, oh, I, I don't know even know where to go. I came out the cinema smiling so much and feeling so good about myself and just feeling good in general and just loving it and thinking to myself, like, this was the perfect feel-good film of the year. And to release this in December, it, you know, when, you know, December can be a bit of a hard, is a bit of a hard month for people. And I, you know, but to come out from that, it was, it was the perfect release day. It was released on Friday, actually, on the 8th of December. Unfortunately, I was working for four days straight. So I said to myself that I was going to see it today on my day off. But it was just a real feel-good film that, I just want to watch this again. I didn't even want it to end. It's an hour and 56. It's nearly j just under two hours, but I would have been happy with a two and a half hour film of this because I think it was great. But I think an hour and 56, everything was was um, spread out well. You know, the story is, is, is fantastic. You know, the writing as well was also great. The cinematography in this film was great. You know, there were certain scenes that it was just beautifully well shot and the music oh god the music in this film was fantastic you know every song that timmy was singing on was just perfect there's one that really moved me and i think it's the one towards the end of the film it's not a spoiler or anything just pointing out there there's one where he says um it's like close your eyes and you will see, I can't remember the thing, but it's just, it's the music and, you know, the instruments that we used in this were just, oh, it was just, the score was probably the best thing, was one of my favourite things about this film. Because that I think that's what makes it make the film feel good, is the score. And I always say, I'm a firm believer that a score can either make or break a film. And for this, it made the film like 20 times more than it was if that makes sense. I hope it makes sense. But the score was 
incredible. It was fantastic, you know, and, and the dance sequences as well were amazing. You know, I love a good, I don't care what anyone says, musical films are great. They make you feel good. My favorite one being La La Land and, you know, there's a couple of others like Moulin Rouge with a Baz Luhrmann film, which is a classic. You know, if you've not seen Moulin Rouge, something's wrong. There ain't nothing wrong with a, uh, a drama musical. Musicals are, are good for the soul, you know. I see, and I've, I've seen people that, you know, can hate on musicals and I'm like, really? You know, musicals are great. They're, they're fun. You know, the, the Blues Brothers is another musical, which is one of my favorite musicals of all time. But as I said then, you know, the music in this was just fantastic. And everybody singing. That Calla Lane as well, I meant to say, she has a really good voice in her. And Timothy, Timmy's got, Timothy Chalamet, I struggle to say his word there. He's got a great voice as well, which is, as I said, it makes me really excited for his biopic because he said that he's going to be singing in that film as well, which is going to be great. You know, I love it when actors do that and they don't get, they don't overdub it because I think that just ruins it. But, God, Wonka was just... It was just great. From the opening scene, you know, when Timothy starts singing and just the camera action out and everything's all choreographed and the way that it moves and the transitions of it and the smoothness of it. Oh, it was just incredible. It was just fantastic. You know, it was... I have no, I, 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 I was speechless actually. I, I'm even trying to think of words and trying to do this, uh, re review this on this podcast, but it's just hard because you know it's just. I just feel it's a real good feel good film that I think that if you're if you're having a bad day, you've had a bad year, I mean this watching this actually has made my year, because you know I've had a I've I've been through some stuff, and I've been going through some stuff. But it was just the perfect feel-good film that I thought, oh my god, this film's fantastic. And it, oh, I just, I'm not getting emotional, don't worry, I'm just trying to find the words to, to, to keep describing this film and how to, to talk. Because it's so hard, it's not hard, it's just, it really did leave me speechless, you know. Timothy Chalamet's performance was just incredible, the cast was amazing and the film was amazing. I just did not know. I, I looked at it and I said, I've got to do I've got to do my episode because I can't wait to talk about it. And now I'm trying to talk about it and I'm struggling to talk about it. Um, but it was just great. I really, you know, not everyone is going to be down for the for these type of films. And I totally, totally understand that. But I think, you know, as I said, if you've had a bad year, a bad week, bad month, I really feel that if you go and watch this film you will feel good by the end of it. If you if you don't, something is wrong. Like something is really wrong if if you don't feel something from this film because it was just oh, it was just great. You know, as I said, the story, the writing, the cinematography, the score, the music. I mean I, I came back home to my flat and I was just vibing to the to the to the album. It was just fantastic. Paul King has made a great film. It's a beautiful film with a with with a film about dreams and following your dreams. It's very funny, you know. It's it's a perfect. I feel like it's also a perfect family film, you know. I was just, but I just I do remember hearing about this and being on board from the start and going, "Yep, 
I'm I'm down for those. And, you know, like, as I said, so many people weren't really on board with it. And it's like, I don't care because for me, I think this looks great. But I, but the other thing that I really liked about this film was that, you know, I knew this film was going to be good, but I didn't think that it was going to be... Oh, I'm just putting my phone on charge because I'm recording. <laughs> Forgive me. Uh, I just didn't think that it was going to blow me away the way that I was going to be blown away. I was like, yep, yeah, this is going to be a good film. But I came out a completely different person on that. I, I felt like... I was changed, I was moved, you know, as I said, I, I laughed, smiled, uh, laughed, smiled, and cried, and when I say cried, I, I mean, I got emotional through it, it, I shed a few tears, you know, and it's, and you know, it probably sounds daft me saying that, but I think if you're not moved by this, or if you're not someone who, you know, if you're someone like me who has got dreams, you know, I hope that, you know, you have dreams, but I think, you know, if you're one of those people that you have a dream for something and all you think about is that particular dream and then you, and then, you know, you feel a bit lost and everything and you go wonker, like, I really feel that this would almost, like, inspire you to go and follow your dreams and do whatever you want to do regardless of what anyone says. And I think that is another thing itself in the film that it shows is that, you know, you, you go and follow your dreams no matter what anyone tells you, you know. And it was just, God, this film was just so good. Like, I don't know how many times I'm going to say incredible, fantastic, amazing, because it really was, you know, when I remember seeing early reviews and they were saying that, you know, that everything, it was such a delight and it really is a delight. You know, it's a, it's just, it, it, it's one of those films actually that I've, you know, there's been so many great films that have come out this year. It's trying to find the words to, to put to put into my mouth and to, to talk on it. I think I don't know what it what it is about Wonka, but I haven't felt like this with a film for a long time. There have been films that I've watched and I'm like, yeah, that was good, that was really good. And then there are films that I've watched and I'm like, oh man, like how do I explain this film? How do I talk about it? You know? And as I said, I you know, I was excited to do to do my episode on this and I'm struggling, so forgive me if not. But I think I think the biggest things that I've took away from this film is that, you know, you follow your dreams no matter what. And, you know, as I've said before, if you're struggling or have had a rough year, I'm sorry to hear that, but I would say that this film would be perfect for you to go and see this. And people I think the other thing as well is people forget how powerful films can be films are really powerful and i feel to a to a point that wonker in a way it's it's powerful you know by going to you know just by the simple ones of saying chase your dreams do no matter what and go and do whatever you want to do in life and don't listen to what anybody says and do you and everything like that it's powerful you know if you have a dream of open up a bakery go follow that dream of open up a bakery who cares you know, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. If you have a dream, you want to be a doctor, a teacher, a surgeon, you want to be a graphics designer, you want to be a singer, an artist, anything, you know, you go follow your dreams. And and that's what the whole message of Wonka is all about, really. Like, yes, it is a prequel, but I think the biggest thing I took away from this film was that, 
you go do what you want to do in life and you don't listen to what anybody says. You know, you, you have a dream, you protect it and you keep that to yourself and you go out there and you do and you show the world what you have to do. Because when you really think about it, we don't know how long we have on this earth. You know, we're born, you might live to 80, 90, 100 maybe. And you've just got to show the world what you can do. And that's another thing that I took from this film is how it, how Wonka shows himself to the world. People think, you know, he's just making chocolate and everything, but he had a dream, you know? I know I know it's fictional. I know it's not real, of course. Um, but he still had a dream. And I think sometimes we have those stories where, you know, where those films of where people make it, in there, people always go, oh, it's just a film, it, it doesn't happen to everyone. It's like, no, that's not true. You know, you take some of the greatest people in the world, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, or Sylvester Stallone, or Eminem, or Kendrick Lamar, or Queen, or Ozzy Osbourne, they all had a dream. And look at them, you know? I think... I'm not, I'm, look, I'm, this isn't like a motivational podcast or anything like that, but if I was to give some advice to you in general, and if you're one of those people who are going through something like right now, which I understand and I can sympathize because I've, I've you know, I, I have the same thing myself. I would just say, if you have a dream, go and chase that dream. Go do what you want to do in life. Go do it. Don't do not listen to what anyone says at all. You know, because like I said, then you only have so, so much time on this earth. You don't know when your time's going to come. That You've got to go out there and show the world what you can do and show what you, you, you're made of. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. If you can, I think, well, Disney had a, a, a quote saying, if you can see it and you believe it, if you, uh, if you believe it, you can see it or something like that. I can't remember the, um, the actual quote, I'm paraphrasing it. Uh, oh, no, sorry. If you can see it, you can achieve it. That's it. I think it is. But, you know, everything about Wonka was just incredible. It was just a real feel-good film that I want to go and see this again and would probably try to see this three or four times before the before the year comes to an end because we're nearly in 2024. How crazy is that? It's been a crazy year, which I think I'm going to do... Um, I might do a end-of-year excuse me um review podcast type thing whatever i don't know but i can talk about that in a in the a later on at a later point but i don't know but as i said then you know wonka it was just fantastic and i haven't been that moved and that touched in in a way for the film like that like this for a long time you know i think the last time I was moved by something by a film like this was probably October Sky, which is a really good film. If you, it's a, it's a very early Jake Gyllenhaal film. But if you, it's got him and Lauren Dern. If you've never seen that, I would wholeheartedly watch that. I think, and and that's what, I, and that's what I was saying before about how films are powerful. You know, people think that films are just films, and that's okay. But, you know, people forget that films really are powerful. And I think there is going to be, you know, there might be one person or five people or 10 people who will watch this, 
you know, might, might, you know, 10 different people go watch this and they might be inspired to go and do what they want to do. And I think that's exactly what Wonka is all about. It's all, it's, it's about finding your voice and going to, you know, doing, chasing your dreams, you know, someone is going to get inspired by watching this film, you know, it could happen to you, you know, it doesn't have to be another person, but it could be you, it could be the person next to you, it could be the person in front, behind, left, right, anyone, you know, someone is going to watch this film and be inspired by this, and I think if that, and I think if people are inspired from this, then the film has done its job, because Films do that to you, you know, they they inspire you, they make, you know, not all films do, you know, but I think with some films in particular, they they definitely do inspire you, and I think Wonka is a big, big one for that, and that's what, that's what I believe I got from the film, was that, you know, there's inspiration there, it's powerful, it's moving, it's touching, it's got heart and humour, and it's got emotion. You know, and I think with this film, I think it was, I think for me, this film could not have come at a better time, you know, and with it being released in December, as I've said before, I think it was a perfect release date because December is, it can be a difficult time for a lot of people, you know, people not with Christmas coming up and Christmas is a difficult time for a lot of people. It certainly is for me, but I think, you know, if you... If um, what's the word? Oh, just bugger! I've just lost my word in then. Um, I can't remember what I was gonna say, but also what I was gonna say was is that being released, this being released in December is perfect. You know, if you you could have, be having a bad day and you could watch this, and then you could come out feeling like you're on cloud ten, wishing that you were Willy Wonka yourself, dancing and laughing and singing and cheering. You know, and I think that's what this film does so well and the story really it's the story that sells it that sells it all that sells it for me it's the story like yes the performances are great yes the music is great but it's the story and i think if the story can captivate you like that and move you like that that is cinema and that has the film has done its job because all films are trying to do films Films in general, this is just my take. You can have your own take it, that's perfectly cool. For me, I think films are there to... Well, they're very powerful films. Films are there to teach you about things, you know. They're there to inspire you. They're there to make you think, make you love, make you laugh, make you cry, make you feel, you know. And I think... I think for me... I think that the I think Wonka does all of that. It makes you feel, it makes you think, it definitely does make you cry. You know, it makes you laugh, it makes you feel for the characters, but also feel in general by 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 making it like by putting it putting yourself in in their shoes or make or how it makes you feel. And I think for me, I think it's personally it has done that and it has done that very very well. I've I haven't been this speechless about a film in a while. Well, there's been a lot. You know, I was the same like this with Across the Spider-Verse, which I'm, I might even do a, an episode on that, perhaps, because, you know, I... 
you follow me on Twitter, you'll know that like I just just don't shut up about films. But Wonka was just the most perfect feel good film, and I have to say as well, because I know a lot of people are wondering, there are tons of references to the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and tons of uh, references to uh, Willy Wonka and other stuff and everything like that. It's just incredible. The the detail of this is just fantastic. The production design and everything has been is perfect for this film. It's just you know, from the first opening shot with the fog and Wonka being on top of the boat to him singing and meeting Mrs. Scrubbits and everything. It's just what a film, man. It was just so, so good. I can't explain it enough how good this film was. You know, if you don't feel from this, you know, that's okay. If you don't like these type of films, that's okay. You know, that's your own thing. You know, and musicals aren't for everyone. There's, I see a lot of people saying that musicals aren't for them, which is fine. It's totally fine, you know. I get that. But I think if... I think if you're someone who has got big dreams, you got a lot of and you've got aspirations and everything like that, I really think that this film is going to make you want to just go and chase your dream and just and just and just move you and inspire you in so many ways that you know, you might watch this and go, "Oh my god, I want to be an actor right now. I want to go and follow my dream of being an actor. Oh my god, I want to do this. I want to do that and this that and the other." You know, and I would think that for this film in particular, I think that film shows it great. And I think, you know, we need films like this. Films, like as I said, films are powerful. Films are very powerful. And people just rub them off and everything like that. But they really are powerful. And I feel to, a, to an extent that Wonka's powerful. It's great. You know, like, as I said, I cannot get, o- get, get over how good Timothy Chalamet's performance was in this film he is just he's an absolute champ he's an absolute gem he is just fantastic you know as i said he doesn't copy from gene wilder or johnny depp he literally makes the character his own and i love that like you take will smith when he did um, the genie in aladdin he made it his own thing made it his own thing and he nailed it and i think if robin williams was still alive i think he would have loved it and I think if Gene Wilder was alive, I think he would have loved it too. And, you know, Johnny Depp is still alive. I think he might like it too. You know, I didn't grow up on the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which I need to watch. But I did watch the Tim Burton one and I loved that one. I thought it was great. And I also loved Johnny Depp's performance as Bonka. But Timothy Chalamet's things, I mean, not everything needs a sequel. But I think if they could find a way to do a sequel, I would happily watch it. Seriously. And I know... I and. I'm not one for everything needs to be a sequel, but if the story's good enough, I think it's going to be good. I mean, a lot of people thought that the story for this wasn't really going to be good. And look what's happened. So many of the early reviewers were praising this film for for, for the lead, for Timothy Chalamet, the story, everything about it. I mean, a lot of people said that they weren't really on board with it, but as soon as they saw that Paul King was directing it, they said, okay, never mind, we're, we're actually invested now. And I think Paul King... Paul King, for me, he's made a phenomenal film. And probably, here's the thing with Wonka. It's one of my favourite films of this year, but it's a new favourite film of mine. And I can't wait to get this on Blu-ray because I'll be watching this, you know, over and over and over again. 
you know, whenever I'm going to feel down, that's going to be like a comfort film for me. It's, it's, it's fantastic. But Wonka is fantastic. It's an incredible film. It's not an emotional roller coaster. It's a film that has heart. It's a film that is very uplifting. It's very heartwarming. It's inspiring. It's beautiful. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel safe. I feel, for me, it's the ultimate feel-good film of this year. It definitely inspires. I think I've said that. And it moves you. uh, It touches you and moves you in ways that I didn't think was possible. But here we are. And I think, I just think you should go watch it. Give it a chance. And if you like it, great. And if you don't, don't worry about it. You know, it's your own thing. Do, do, you know, you got to watch where you want to watch and everything like that. It is, it's, it's great. I would personally give it a watch. If it's your thing, cool. And if not, don't worry about it. You know, find another film to watch. It's all good. But I would say that if you're a fan of Paul King and you love what he did with Paddington, I think you'll love this. If you're a big fan of Timothy Chalamet, which I am, I think you'll definitely enjoy this. And I also think that if you're a big fan of musicals and Charlie and the Chocolate Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka himself, I also think you'll enjoy this too. It's a great feel-good film that it's just so moving and touching and so inspiring. It's very funny, very funny. But it is just a fantastic film. And I think you should just go watch it. <laughs> I think you should go watch it. Funnily enough, actually, they project the, the... Apparently, it was projected to make only 30 million. It ended up making over 45 million in its first week. So, and it's on a, and it's a budget on 125, which I think is fantastic. You know, it is brilliant how this film has been... How the reception has been for this film, you know... But it is fantastic, and I think you should give it a watch. Which I can't. I'm sorry, I'm not one of those people that that put a film on you and that. But I think with Wonka, I think it's one film you 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 gotta watch at least. Gotta give it a shot and see how you feel on it. So, but I think I think that comes to the end of the episode for this one anyway. Because I'm going to do. Uh, I'm just gonna take a sh- quick little break, and I'll be back. Uh, with some stuff because as I said we will definitely I was hoping to have more episodes out uh, this year it's just been a little bit hectic um, obviously uh, the Saltburn review got 31 plays I believe which is insane so I just want to say a big thank you to those who have li- who have been listening to who have listened to the review it's the second highest on the podcast which is just absolutely insane I didn't think that was even possible and, you know, we had the Spotify raps, which I think I said before that my playlist, my, my podcast has been played in five different countries, which is just wild. You know, that's 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 the crazy thing uh, about doing this podcast. Um, you know, I, I had no idea that this was going to take off the way it has, but I would but I just want to say um, thank you so much. Um, I'll go in a little bit of depth in the, in the, in after this break, but that pretty much wraps it up for this episode on episode 18 for my review on Wonka. Um, just go out and just go support it. It's a fantastic film. It really is fantastic. So go watch it. Love it. 
have a good cry, laugh, smile throughout it, and just enjoy the ride. So that brings the end to this one, but I will be back shortly. Uh, I'll be back after just this quick break, uh, just about me a little bit and the, the podcast and the ideas that I've got for the next couple of episodes. So we'll be back after this quick break. So thanks for being here, guys. Be shortly quick back after this quick break. Hello and welcome back. Thank you for that little short break uh, we did just then. And thank you for that review from a review on Wonka. Uh, this is just a little brief update on where I'm at and the podcast and what's going on. So firstly, uh, as I said in towards the end of the um, my review on Wonka, I just want to say that from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for listening. You know, fuck. Pick five different countries my podcast has been in, but my main two was in America and uh, the United Kingdom, which is just insane, you know, just absolutely wild. So I just want to say thank you so much for listening, whether you've been sharing or sub, um, you're following the podcast, you've got your notifications on and you're listening to it. It really, really means the world to me. So I just want to say thank you. Um, the first, um, the introduction is the highest one with 38 plays and the Saltburn review got 31 which is just which are th- those are two of the, the highest ones on the podcast which is just wild it's just it blows my mind because I started this podcast back in July and here we are in December at the end of the year with 18 episodes I could have had more done but you know it's still great that I've I've got 18 episodes out and it's just it is just absolutely wild, you know, I'm going to keep it PG-13 here, but it really is just wild. So I just want to say from, from the bottom of my heart, you know, thank you so much for for supporting uh, the podcast and everything. It's it's a completely free profit. I'm not making any money off this. Uh, I'm just doing this for my own love of cinema and, and my love for film. You know, as I, as I said in the um, introduction that, you know, I've been a big... Um, films are really something that I, you know, I, I can't go out with and they're a big part of my life and they're great, you know, f- films are just incredible and for me to be able to do a podcast and talk about the films that I've watched and give my reviews and my takes and for people to listen to me chunter on, it's just, it's overwhelming, but I'm, but it's overwhelming in a good way and it's, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that, I, I really am, um, so I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening and supported me from that. The response and the support has been incredible. And I just want to say thank you so, so much to everyone who has been listening. It really means the world uh, to me. Uh, as I said, this is the, um, my Rewonka review will be the 18th episode. And we have, funny enough, actually, I will, I know for definite I'm going to be hitting that 20 episode mark. Definitely know I'm going to be hitting the 20 episode mark, which is just crazy um i was hoping to do my review on the hunger games and thanksgiving and napoleon um but i i hadn't been able to done them just yet although i'm planning to see the hunger games again because it's still showing um but i'm hoping i can do it on that uh thanksgiving it, it unfortunately isn't showing it was it only had a short amount of time in cinema so i didn't get to do that one um 
pronounces there, there's Napoleon, uh, which is still showing, I believe. I'm considering to see that again, maybe. I might not, because Napoleon was decent, but it could have been better, in my opinion. But I know that we've definitely got a, a, a few... Um, we definitely will be heading the, the 20 mark, and I think by the end of this year, I might just have over 20 film, uh, 20 films, over 20 episodes done. Um, there's actually a good couple of films that are coming out. Um, for example, there's, um, I get to see part two of uh, Three Musketeers, Milady, which I, if you haven't seen, the it's a French version, which will make it the sixth French, French film I've watched, but the first part was fantastic part two it left you on a cliffhanger but part two is coming out it actually does come out officially on the 15th of december but um i get to see that as an unlimited screening uh tomorrow i believe which i'm really excited for because i loved the first one i thought it was fantastic um there's godzilla minus one uh which i'm seeing which is uh it's my birthday week it's your boy's birthday week um, so I'm going to be watching that on Saturday, which I'm so excited because I've heard a lot of people talk about it. Um, there's also, um, a f uh, there's a couple of films that are coming out that I've only just seen, but that have been updated on the website, on the cinema near me. But I know I get to see an unlimited screening of One Life with An Anthony Hopkins in, which uh, it said it was just January 1st, but uh, the UK... Uh, the UK, sorry, Cineworld is getting an unlimited screening for that. And then the last two uh, unlimited screenings that Cineworld are getting is Ferrari, Michael Mann's new film with Adam Driver, and Sofia Coppola's uh, film Priscilla, which I've never seen any of uh, Sofia Coppola's films, but I'm really excited. I've heard a lot of great things about Priscilla. There's a couple of films that are meant to be coming out this year in the UK, but unfortunately, uh, in the U that have come out that were in the US, but unfortunately, some of them are, are going to be coming out next year for the UK, such as uh, Poor Things, which is Yorgos Lathimos' new film. I hope I've said that film, uh, his name right. If I've not, please forgive me. Um, but he's got a new, he's got a new one with Poor Things that's coming out next year. All of Us a Stranger with... Andrew Scott and Paul Mescal comes out next year. <clears throat> the The Iron Claw with Zac Efron comes out next year. Um, but but those are some good films to look forward to. I think in the, uh, in the UK, um, obviously we have Dune Part Two, which I'm just gonna call it now Film of the Year next year already. Uh, it's been I think it's been pushed up by one week in February or March. I can't remember which one it was, but no, so. I definitely so three three musketeers Godzilla, One Life, Priscilla and Ferrari. So that should go. That should go to twenty three uh, episodes, which I'm. That's five films that I'm hoping to give some. That's five films which will go up to twenty three, which will be insane to have twenty three episodes done by the end of the year. Um, there are some films I need to catch up on. Um, I can't remember what films those were. <laughs> There's some films on Netflix I need to catch up on, which I might do it. Um, but really, this was just a an update and just a little talk about the podcast and me and everything like that. I'm doing okay, you know. Things are getting better. Um, still got some stuff going on, but I'm I'm doing okay. But um, I just want to. But as I said, you know, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who has been listening to the podcast and who has been. Um, 
everyone who's been listening to the podcast and supporting me like thank you so much it means the absolute world to me it really 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 does i'm just so grateful and uh, and i appreciate all the the support and love and and people listening so it, it really does mean the world listening to me with this thank you you know as i said it's free profit i'm not making any money on it i can but you know they're, they're, they're just daft things like oh like you can charge two quid and, and you know spotify you know i won't see the full money thing but you know unless i somehow blown up then maybe but i don't know but i don't you know as i said it's free profits and it's a non-profit thing for me it's just you know, as I said, it's just a way for me to talk about the about, talk about cinema and films. You know, I never invested that I want to uh, make money from this at all. I just turned around and thought, well, why not do a podcast and talk about it? Um, and funny enough, actually, I, I got the idea. I don't think I said this in the introduction. Uh, if I have, apologies. But I remember I was, there, was one, there was one podcast I was listening to, uh, Joe Longo podcast. He's a great dude. If you're not subscribed, give him a listen. And he had an advert explained about how you can do how you can do a podcast literally on your phone and I was like okay you know I gotta do this then and I did it you know I'd I, I done it I might have made a mistake by saying that sorry and it was just insane that I've, I started this in July we're now coming towards the end of the year and I've got 18 episodes out you know, it's crazy. I'm going to hope that for next year, I'm going to look at some plans and start dialing down, but I'm hoping I can get some, uh, start doing more, more creative, more fun stuff with it. I, I was talking to a friend before when I said about getting him on the podcast and uh, a friend that we both know getting on the podcast or even getting all three of us on the podcast, which I thought would be pretty cool. You know, I'm going to try and see if I can get some people on the podcast and talk about films in general and their love for films and what they're into and stuff like that so got some cool stuff thing i'm, I'm gonna start doing like uh episodes i was actually thinking i'm doing an episode on on rom-coms actually rom-coms are good for the heart don't ever let anyone tell you they're not uh, but i'm hoping i can do some you know got a lot of stuff planned for next year and stuff which i'm gonna wrap uh give her do like an end of year uh thing end of year episode just to say, you know, thank you and everything like that, even though I have. But no, I, I really mean it. It means the world to me that, you know, people out there are listening and everything like that. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means a lot. Um, but that pretty much, uh, to wrap this all up, that pretty much brings an end to this episode. Thank you so much for listening in and tuning into this episode. This was episode 18 of Cinema Conversations with Poe. This is just wild. So... We've got Three Musketeers, Tomorrow's an Unlimited Screen. I cannot wait to watch that and I cannot wait to give my thoughts and reviews and to share that with you. It'll be it'll make it that it'll mark my sixth French film. Um there's been some great French films. Uh, I think I'm gonna do an episode on that maybe, um, in terms of the French films I've watched and recommend them. But that pretty much brings everything to uh, a wrap. So thank you so much for listening in. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, and I will see you in the next episode, which will be episode 19, where I'll be giving my review of Three Musketeers, Milady, part two. Thanks for being here, guys. Thank you for listening. And I will see you there. Peace.